Throw the Damn Tail Podcast. This is the Week 7 Review, and as always, we've got a lot to get through. But before we do, guys, it's time to turn our attention to this week's sponsor. And it comes from uh, it comes from my own brain. It's a, it's a new revolutionary idea. We're going to set up a, a lighting shop in the middle of Hallam, where they go out and sell globes. It's going to be called the Hallam Globetrotters. Yes, you've heard of it here first. The Hallam Globetrotters are coming to a store in Hallam. So you guys need some new light globes? you know exactly where to go. It is the Hallam Globetrotters. Yes, maybe a million dollar idea, maybe even a multi-million dollar idea, guys. But uh, by saying it on this podcast, I am copywriting it under copyright law. I'm sure that's a thing, and uh, I hope it is. Otherwise, you've just taken my idea. You could steal it, but fuck you, as I've come here, I've got it first. Anyway, that's enough done. Guys, it's finally happened. This time, we have done it. For the first time in the Throw the Damn Towel uh, Collingwood CFC List Manager podcast, the Choking Hazard podcast, we have a repeat guest within about a month. This is very exciting for, for him, probably. Not so much for you guys, because you're going to hear it and go, oh, fucking on him, him again. Jesus. We're already sick of the head wobble. We're already, already sick of the head wobble. We can't stand this much more. But look, guys, you want to beat him? You want to uh, be on this podcast? You've got to top him. And at the moment, not many people are. There are very few people managing to get where this bloke is going. So without any further ado, let's get on to the, the introductions, because this bloke Look, uh, I might look up to him because he is my dad. So look, they're probably a little bit biased there. But look, the blokes pulled out another 1,500. Got a win. Look, Marto, you probably should have beaten him. But look, that's just poor, 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 poor management, poor form. Not good enough. So be better and you'll be better. So pretty easy there. But without any further ado, let's bring in the coach. And now in the red corner, I'm not going to do it again because he already got his intro a couple of weeks ago. Go back to that one and listen. Here it is, Grand Legacy. You've done it. You've gone uh, back to back within a couple of weeks. You're uh, first inaugural double coach of the week. Uh, what can I say, mate? When you score 1500, no one else does. It's probably fair to put me back on. Yeah, un- undefeated in 1500. So look, yeah, Marto might have something to say about it because he may have beaten you, but look, you'd oh, just yeah. be better, Marto. And if I had picked a different captain, I would have would have scored 1600. So fuck off, Marto. <laughs> well, there you go. Exactly right. There you go. But yes, uh, you've you've done it done it again. So undefeated so far. How are, you, how are you liking everything that's going on in the league so far? Well, apparently I'm strutting around at work and I've got a head wobble. Or, but yeah, when you get one game clear and you haven't lost a game, why not? Why not? Yep, definitely. Uh, but big game against Scotty this week because you win that one, you go an extra game clear, lose and it's back to uh, back to evens with him. Oh, I'm not going to lose that. I'm going the early crow. Yeah, Real early. There we go. He's, he's going early. He's going to get the win. There you go, Scotty. Take note. Uh, yeah, but two game clear. And then after that, I've got Bryzer, so... I might actually rest half the players to give Bryzer a chance, I think. <laughs> Only way he's going to win. Yeah, it's not looking good for the for old Bryzer, is it? He's uh, floundering at the bottom a bit. Uh, no, it's good to see. Good to see. <laughs> yeah, he might have to switch his name up because the Raging Bull is not raging at all. It's pretty much uh, they've had to put the bull down. you got the Raging Bull and you got the, um, the Tiger King both down the bottom. Yeah, and then the Lone Wolf not far behind him. <laughs> Sorry. Change your name, boys. The only, the, only, the, only, the only fish, the only animal that's doing well is the big fish. The big fish, yeah. But he, yeah, he's, come, he, yeah. 
And we don't want the fish to win either, so. No, exactly. So basically, if you're an animal, you can go, you can go, you can go jump. Yep, exactly. Yep. Alrighty. Well, uh, we'll turn our attention to the teams this week because we've got some pretty. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Pretty good matches, and the first one I'm pretty happy with. This one, it's the James Unagi 13.99 defeated Keel and the Lone Wolf 13.59. So a 40 point, uh, for, yeah, 40 point game in the end there. Mills was coming in hard, and I was getting a bit worried, but managed to uh, have more boys, more boys, more boys get the win. Yeah, we had some good scores there. Duggan, he was he was pretty good. Big bad Toby. Yeah, he hasn't punched anybody yet, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, so I hasn't punched anyone, so that's pretty good. Oliver, probably a bit lower than what you thought. And um, and Doherty, as a captain, he probably struggled a bit, didn't he? Yeah, 90, 91 is not, not bad, but you want, you know, with those sort of guys, you want a big 100-plus, realistically, for those sort of guys. I thought uh, he was a good option. And yeah, Jared Witt was playing against nobody. Yeah, at his he, own ball. He, he, should have, he should have scored more, but that, anyway. I'll take a 136 from him every day of the week. Who was your shit players? Um, Lambert, well, you put him in because you weren't too sure who to play. And Mitchell, 78. No, you wouldn't be happy with that. No, I don't, I might, he might be on the trade block next week, the way he's going. Yeah, I'll, 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 I might get him off, yeah. And I see you've got Maynard. He's, he might be injured. Is he or is he just shit? He, he's broken his hand or something. Did he? Ah, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> and you know that. Okay. No. Sorry. Sorry about your bubble. <laughs> breaking news. There we go. Yeah, breaking news, yeah. Oh. And what about what about the lone wolf? He's got some like one good like two good scores, one sixty for Took and Callum Mills. He's a fucking good score. But he's got a lot of lot of like, average scores, a lot of fifties and you're never gonna win with that. That's just terrible. No, nah, well, it took him to that Sunday, it took him to the Collingwood uh, Collingwood game, it took Miller to score one sixty for him to score his first hundred. And by then I've already had one, two, three, four, so he was it was pushing shit uphill from Saturday night onwards, but Look, Mills was, was coming out. He was on, I think he was on 50 at quarter time and slowed down a little bit after that because I saw him on 50 and I was already on 100 points. I'm like, oh, bloody hell. He only had to score 300 and I was getting worried. Yeah, we got close. You got close. Yeah, Considering you're so far behind. A lot closer than I would have liked. Yeah, well, good for you and fuck kills. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I would have been very unhappy if I... Because I was tossing up between Kane Lambert and Robbie Gray on the on the pine. If I lost by more than 40 points, or less than 40 points, I would have been very unhappy that I left Robbie Gray's 100 on the bench. I know you would have blamed for that, too. Yep, me. <laughs> I asked a few people what to do, what they, what they thought, because I didn't trust Robbie Gray. I was hoping someone would just vindicate me, but uh turns out it didn't quite work. No, that's all right. You'll play him this week and you'll be fine. I'll play Robbie Gray this week and he'll get injured. Yeah, he'll score you 20. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's the way it's going to work. Uh, yep. Next, next cover off the rank, we've got Braden Dobbs scored thirteen eighty two, defeating Matt Mongolian Beef twelve eleven. Well, Braden's still got the, the the most score for the out of everyone, but that, that margin's narrowing every week, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you've made up a fair few points in this week, so it's getting getting closer, Marta. Uh, getting closer, and closer, Braden. Braden. You got one, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hundred. You'd be happy with that. Yep. Especially with Dunkley at a 278, but Dunkley is very, very handy. Petraka, he loves that bloke. Cornelio. And, and Rioli, he's offloaded already, so he's probably going to score less this week, so he may be happy. And what about Matt? Oh, Matt, you've got some you've got some shit on your fucking team, mate. What happened oh, to Danaher? Oh, at, shoulder? Yeah, he's out, 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 out for three to four weeks. Oh, what a shame. At least you got Jesse Hogan you can bring in, but he'll probably score. He won't do that again. He'll go 112 and 12. 
112 and 12, yeah. And who's his captain? Taranto. Yeah. I thought, I thought he'd got a lot more of the ball than that, but he obviously didn't do much with it. And he's got big Maxi Gorn, 172. You'd be happy with that? Yeah, it's Max, big Max Gorn's the only reason he didn't score in the 1100s, really, because 172 from him is massive. He scores his normal 100 odd, and he's, he's floundering. He's struggling to get a good, a good score together there. He's got a lot of, a lot of low scores, though, hasn't he? Yeah, 48s, 56s, 69s, 61s, whatever. A lot of a lot of rubbish there. And 200s on the bench, so wouldn't be happy about that. Uh, uh, he probably wasn't going to win him against Braden because Braden's already got his name on the cup, so. Yeah, but since he said that, he's pretty much lost about three out of, the, three out of, three out of, three out of five, I think. So he's, he's uh, the cup's, it was maybe written in Greylid, so it's starting to be, uh, starting to be unwritten, unwritten. Kind of like Marty McFly in the uh, in Back to the Future where he's, he's picked his hearts of racing. Yeah, that's right. And he'll probably lose this week too because he's playing someone pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing me. So pretty like, same as yourself. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna early crow this week because it works yeah. well for Braden round one. I'm gonna early crow. I'm gonna get you, Braids. Look out. The early crow podcast. The early, early crow podcast. Exactly right. We're coming. We're coming at you, and uh, you're going down. He's got Prestia yeah. out. He's he's like not gonna. We wouldn't play him. He's got Brody Smith who we traded in who's out concussed. So all of a sudden he's he's already behind the eight ball. He's gonna have to play blokes like Greenwood scoring fifty something and. I don't know, some other random bloody bloke on the bench who's not that good. Yeah. Well, he's in trouble now. Yeah, it's it. Or, or I'm in trouble because I've called it early. Who knows? One of the two. Yeah, well. All right. You've got you to do it. You've got to do it, exactly. And the, the next match is probably the one that most people were looking forward to, just very very different reasons, I think. We had Ben at the Tiger King, 12-33, defeated by Lachlan the Big Fish, 13-71. So was a close one coming up till Sunday, and then uh, Lockie just pulled away. Yeah, he's got yeah, 46 from Cameron, a 44 from Scholl, 
and then a 64 from Swalbottom. But apart from that, he's got some some decent ones, just not the not the high hundreds or the any of those sort of big big scores that Lockie's got. So that probably is the difference. The 187 and the captain score pretty much was uh, the difference, I think. Yeah, we expected more out of Merritt considering his first pick. Yeah, not even not ideal for him. His first first and second pick. Uh, I think it was Merritt then Merritt and then Darcy back to back. Yeah, it wouldn't be happy with his first two. But probably want to redraft like Marto. I think want to redraft. Yeah, I think, look, if it, realistically, if everybody was redrafting, he would have taken uh, Brayshaw pick two. I think everybody would have taken Brayshaw as their second pick, the way he's going. Yeah. Except for yeah, a few of the blokes who got some good mids or something, like good defenders and, and forwards. But, yeah, those blokes that picked those midfielders, you'd be wanting uh, wanting Brayshaw. He's doing very well. Yeah, yeah. We all missed on him, so. Yeah. Uh, next one is a big percentage boost for Wasty. We've got Nick Eight Balls, 14-48, defeating Shane J. Horn France win, 11-34. Now, I feel like Shane is probably the definition of a yo-yo because one week he scores 1,400 and then like last week he scored 1,400 and only just missed out on Coach of the Week and then this week he scores 1,100. So I don't know what the hell he's, what's going on here, but his team is literally just bouncing like it's, just, it's up and up one week and down the next. <laughs> feel like a horse draws up and down, eh? Oh, shocking. And he's got um, Lynch on the bench, 167. <laughs> Gotta love that. Lynch 167 and Redmond 107. But yeah, look, realistically, who thought Lynch was going to do that after the year he's had? You just, you wouldn't expect it. And then he had, he picked, yeah, Broad 39, who after last week's got 120, and he goes 39, so. Yeah, he's, he's got those players that are not consistent enough. They're just, they're either good or they're, they're either good or they're not. Yeah. And then you got Wasty, it was the second highest score for the week, for Wasty. Yeah, not far off, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, um, not too bad. He's he's, about, he's coming hard. So, Jaden Short, consistent as always. Seb Ross, the Bont. He loves the Bont. He won't trade him. I've tried. He won't trade him. Not not, not even for Saad? Not even for Saad. Not even for Hawkins. For no one. No one. Not for anybody. Not for anybody. Well, obviously, yeah. You, don't, you know, if you take Bryce's advice, you don't trade your first round pick. Oh. When did that start? Oh, last week. Oh, okay. I didn't realise. Yeah. It's his new rule. He, he's brought it in just now for next year. All right, I'm going to remember that for next year. I'm not going to trade <laughs> my first pick. Never trade your first pick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah like Paddy Cripps, 276 as captain. He just went off. He went off uh, that night. So, big, big score with him as well. Just really put him in a good spot from Saturday night just to sit back and relax for the rest of the weekend. That's a great pick, Fatty Cripps. Like after last year, I, I wouldn't have thought he was doing that. So that's a good pick by Rusty. Yeah, I think he was a first rounder last year by Scotty, uh, who happened to hold. I think he held him the whole time because he just wasn't, didn't wasn't going to get the currency he wanted from him. And he scores eighties, nineties, whatever it is. This year, he's just he must be obviously he just goes show you what happens when you're healthy. He scored absolutely massive, kind of like Neil when you're actually healthy. Yeah, and new coach does a few different things, plays playing somewhere else. So yeah. Yeah, not, not many bad things going on with Lockie with, uh, with uh, Wusty's team. He has his Ruckman Hayes go 53, Swallow 57, and uh, and Graham 69. But that's pretty much all the bad things you can say about his team. He's got some pretty good pretty good even even contributors. Yeah, nice. He's got Swallow, who, yeah, probably not great. But then he's got Taylor Adams, a butcher. Yeah, 96. I don't know how he scores 96 with the amount of butcher he does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had a 50% efficiency, so Imagine if he gets 75, he'd probably score 150, so. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, no, he's no, What about Shane? What about Shane? What's he got? He's got, he's got Wines and Green. Tom Green. 
Unbelievable. And Jared, it's like Jared Lyons with his first picket. That's not great. Uh, 85, it's, it's definitely, he's definitely hurt him as a first pick. And then Wines as a second on the way back, just not as good as well. So you can kind of see what, what those sort of early picks will, will do if you don't, don't, don't land them. I mean, mind you, Tom Green was one of the late picks. That's probably a win for him. Definitely, yeah. Well, you've got if you didn't have him, he'd be in a, a real bit of trouble. So the fact that he managed to get that gem late is is very handy for him. Yeah. And then he yeah, needs, needs to hit the trade table. Yeah, it's just like he's tried, but it's just not working for him, unfortunately. And he's got blokes like Collins on the bench on thirty-eight. King is just not doing well. If he kicks straight, King's scoring hundreds, but he's just not kicking straight. McCarthy fifty-four, McKinnity fifty-three. Too many poor scores, and Broad we already mentioned. Yeah, he's got, what did he have? 100. Yeah, or two, yeah, with Tom Green. Yeah. So. Like, yeah. But whoever's playing him next week, he, he, he's going to bounce back. He's going to score 1450. He's going to score 1500 one week. He's going to score that bad one week. He's going to bounce back and score 1500. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully he's playing someone. Hopefully he's playing the big fish and he <laughs> beats the fish. That'd be nice. That'd be good to see. Wouldn't it? It wouldn't be a bad, eh? And the, the next one, we go to your game. We've got Brian, Suck My Pender, where he's 13-67. Defeated by Grant, the Wrecking Ball, 15-38. Yeah, I didn't, have, I didn't do much wrong, really. One, two, three, four. I think it's 700s. 800s, yeah, plus you're getting good in your captain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Like, my, my, team, like my team's not... My midfield's not great. Like, most... I don't... I don't most of my team's not great. They're just average players, but they're all they all average around the same. They all just get the I don't put a bank on one player scoring a lot. I just they're all going to score hundreds to eighties. I've got no one that's going to break out like uh, Lockie Neal or Gorn. They're just all average players that just score thereabouts. Yeah, it's a, it's a great team, not a team of greats. Yeah, I don't rely on, on one person, so. Yeah, although you have a look at this one, you got Kelly 100. You say that you got Kelly going big 153, Moore going big 147, Sard 125. So you've got you've got some pretty big contributors. Yeah, but Dylan Moore only scored 90 last week, so this is no only 90 from a bloke you picked around 12. Only 90. <laughs> yeah, well, you just got you just, you just got to know who they are. <laughs> you would you wouldn't even know him if you bumped into him. Number 13. Number 13 for all I just play Moneyball. I don't know who half these players are. I just look at the look at the scores, look at, look at the averages, and just pick them by that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, you know, you've done pretty well with your, your Ruckman. Proust, 109, sitting there doing pretty well. Flynn scored 58, so you did well with the right pick there. So he's still doing well with considering both the playing. Hearn finally got to 100 for you. And only real blemish for you would probably be your Hawkins on 64. You'd want to expect more from him. He was 45 a quarter time. And then just decided just to stop. Yeah. If anyone wants him, just give me, get, I'll just shout out. Everyone wants Tom Hawkins. He's there for, pick, there for the pickings. I'm pretty sure Lockie's ears just pricked up. Yeah, well, no, I asked Lockie about that, and he said I'm going to have um, Charlie Cameron for him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like asking 250 for Jason Sticks. That's a no from me, Lockie. That's a yeah, no. That's fair enough. And look, we all go, we go to Brian's team. Look, he, he pulled up some good stuff. He had Laird 116, Cumming 135. Parrish 111, Andrews 106, and Parker going in the 150 as a captain, which puts up to 300. But unfortunately, it was uh, whatever whatever brain fade or whatever malfunction he had that mean his team didn't didn't quite work. He he probably could have got the job done, but ended up losing with Franklin and McStay both scoring hundreds on the bench. So whether or not they was going to be his picks, who knows? 
Yeah, I I, I messaged him. Said you're playing too short. He goes, oh yeah, there's something wrong with the um the app. So. Oh, story. If the, if, the, if the old ball's going to work it out, you can work it out too. Jump on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Not good enough. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, 500s and 202 on the bench. So, yeah, he might have been a chance. So. Yeah, I think mathematically, if he played them both, I think he would have just pipped you. I'm not too sure, but uh would have been a very close one. Would have been probably a lot too close to comfort for yourself. But, you know, but, uh, yeah, but anyway. Doesn't matter. Has the ball bounced a different way? Stephen Millman kicked that goal, but he didn't, so... Exactly. That's bad luck for Brian. Yep, and uh, another Brian who's also gone through some bad luck. We've got Kane, Angry Midgets, 14-51, defeating Brian, the Raging Bull, 12-83. It's, it's almost at the stage where we just skip over this, like, Bryce's game, because it's just... He's never going to get another win. He's just got nothing. I don't know. He's got. A, he's got a. Uh, he's up against Steve next week. So who knows? That could be a win. He's got, I think he's got Ben in a couple of weeks as well. So that could be the, the battle of the bastards. Yeah. Battle of the spuds. Battle of the spuds. Yeah, the spud battle. Yeah, but Kane's got some good. Like Kane started on a fire. Bolton, Bloston, that other guy. I can't remember. He can't pronounce his name. Blitz. Yeah, both going. Yeah, 139, 110, 135. Not bad. Then he had a lot, of, a lot of thereabouts scores, and then he and he came home big again. So, yeah, McRae, McRae struggled for him a bit though. He would have probably pulled out if he scored his average, predicted or even close to his average. He would have scored another big hundred, uh, fifteen hundred, but not quite. And uh, Lockie's boy Noranderson, one hundred and thirty-three, and Goldstein, without without Cherry, one hundred and twenty-five. He would be very happy with that pick. It's finally, finally come to fruition with Goldie. So he's going to be riding that train at all it's worth the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we only scored, only scored 30 last week, so he's done well this week. Definitely, yeah. Nah, only a few more weeks left of that, so you better milk it while you can. Yeah, that's right. You might be on the trade table, I think. Yep, and in terms of scores that we don't like, Jack Higgins fell back down to earth. 125 last week, 130, uh, sorry, 36 only this week. So yeah, That's but, what he does, though. He's that, he's that sort of guy, I think. But really, he's only, only other blemish. No other score below 77, I think. So he's done very, very well for himself, Kana. Yeah. Yeah. Considering where he started the first few weeks, not winning a game, he's gone uh, to strength, to strength, to strength, and absolutely put on a clinic, scoring 1,400s and 1,500s. And he's currently sitting sixth now, from being the bottom of the ladder about three or four weeks ago to finishing sixth. He's currently four and one over the last five, and he, I think he lost three in a row. So he's won four on the trot, I'm pretty sure. And and when he was, and then Brayshaw hasn't scored well, and neither has um, Higgins. So imagine if. No, not like Higgins or McRae. Imagine they start scoring well. Yeah, he gets yeah, he gets Bray and 110 or something out of Brayshaw and 110 out of McRae. All of a sudden, he's almost pushing 1600 with that score. So very, very good, yeah. very consistent, very, very good for him. So look out whoever's playing him next week because if they do this again, he's there in some big trouble. No, he probably probably choose Joe Bolt for his captain this week as a jewel. So yeah, probably one of the only ones he's got. Or maybe maybe a Goldstein. Yeah. Oh, Brayshaw, Andy Brayshaw. No, he's not a he's not a jewel. Oh, Andy, sorry, other Brayshaw, other Bray sorry, yeah, Andrew Brayshaw, yeah. Yeah, he's got a few options, actually, because uh, thanks to the, uh, the the good mid-season, mid-season additions. Yeah, so, yeah. We turn our attention to someone who's, uh, who's probably not, not really enjoying the mid-season additions. We've got Bryzer, the Raging Bull here. So we've got Guthrie with his biggest score to date, as the same week as Mitchell scored his lowest score to date. So how about that, eh? Oh, you might want to trade him back. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Back. You know what, I might, I might on him, but, you know, Guthrie's peaked now. He's not going to get much better than this. But he's always... Two, three, four hundred, yeah. You know, a bit like Shane. You're not going to win a lot of games if you only got four hundreds. 
Uh, and four scores under 50 as well. So you've got Duncan, 47, who he's now shipped off. Uh, Zebel 50. Since he's gone forward, he has just been rubbish. So you couldn't you couldn't give him away, Bryzer. Weedering, 47. And I think I saw another one. No, three. Only three, sorry. Only 300s, my bad. I think he's um, I think he got Witter Weedering now. I think he offloaded him. Wouldn't surprise me. You yeah. got McGrath, who he raced pretty highly. He's not, not scoring great. And he, um, Jake Lloyd's probably a bit of disappointment for him. Yeah, his, his first three picks of obviously Mitchell Louis offloaded, but now yeah, Lloyd and, and Duncan just not doing anywhere near what he would want what want them to do. Duncan's so. third pick. Yep. Oh, Bryzer. Pretty sure. Oh, Bryzer. Yeah, not not good, not uh, not handy, not doing what he's meant to be doing. Um, and then Zebel, which was a pick pretty close after that, was I mean, look at his first first few weeks. He went 120, 116, uh, a 90 in there, 62 and a 90, and then the last race he's gone 50, 68, and 50. So, since playing forward, he is struggling. Is that because they've got no forwards, or...? I don't know what they're doing. I have to probably ask Shane. I think they're just maybe trying to give some more run and more youth in the back line. I don't know. Try not to mix him around. I don't know. He might he might go back next week, who knows, and just start pulling out hundreds again, but he's as a forward, he is, he's going to struggle to score 70, I reckon. Yeah, yeah he's not a forward, so... He's, he's back to what we expected last year when Ben picked him up as a, a late pick and he started playing off the back line and scoring hundreds. That's what, yeah, Ben got the, the lucky one. Bryza picked him a bit too early and he's just, he's just gone back to yep. no good. Yeah, not great. No. Oh, well, bit of pain for Bryza coming up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And another one, the last one we've got here, we've got Scotty, 7th Heaven, 13-41 against, uh, sorry, defeated Steve, last premiership, 11-92. Yeah, Scotty's... Oh, Scotty was always going to win that against Steve. Steve's teams, oh, he's got some crap in there. He just, Steve he Nash, Hawthorne, done it. Yeah, Willem Drew, uh, Stringer. Well, he's out now. Yeah, three or four weeks now. He's out. He's out yeah. again. Don't even know who Coleman is. Kate Coleman, I don't know who he is. So yeah, oh. yeah, not great. No, he's got Tim, Tim Kelly who. He's not great either. He's been oh. rubbish. since going there. He's been rubbish. He's the only the only real good things he's got at the moment is is Chera, who's even then he scored pretty rubbish. Keys, Daniel's finally scoring well, and then that's that's pretty much all the good stuff he's got. He's got Danger to come back, Grundy to come back, but Grundy's not out for 10, 10, 10 more weeks. He's gone. Danger feel back next week. Cherry's out in three or four weeks, and two eighties on the bench. But he's not got a, a not not much to work with. Uh, unfortunately, poor Steve. Uh, he's in a bit of pain, I think. Yeah, definitely one to forget. I gave him a very poor poor rating start of the year, and it looks like it's a little spot on the money. He is going to struggle to score, put up good scores. And he was. Um, what about Scotty? Scotty, very he'd be very very happy. He's got look not some a couple of average scores, but he's got Tom Stewart one hundred and eighty seven, Roy Lobb one hundred and thirteen, Steele two hundred and forty four, and Heaney one hundred and three. So his big boys are scoring big, which is what he wants. With it a ninety seven, but out can cast this week's a bit of a bummer. Uh, broke a bit in a struggle, but. Finlayson, Lacocious, Bailey, and Papley all scoring pretty poor, which hurts him. But you know, you think you think Bailey and uh, Lacocious, or well, Bailey's probably going to bounce back from that one. The rest of them, I'm not too sure about. Uh, Papley, I don't know how he'll go. Lacocious is sort of, I don't know, they're sort of playing him in a weird position. And Finlayson, I think he's already dropped him now. So Finlayson, yeah, he's, yeah. I think only pick up one good score. So yeah, although he's got Dixon coming. Oh, sorry, he's got uh, Jackson coming back this week most likely, and Hickey shouldn't be too far behind him. So. He's going to get some pretty good movement back soon. 
what about um, Charlie Dixon? Is he coming back soon, or is he just out for a while? I think I heard via heard Sandful or whatever it is. I think he might be coming back in the next week or so, but he hasn't played yet, so they'll probably give him a few weeks, a few run, a few weeks in the run in the reserves to how he goes. Okay. But yeah, look, Jackson's the big one there. Jackson and Hickey really. Jackson back this week after COVID. Hickey probably take a week or two to get back to his best, but shouldn't be far off. And then that'll uh, free him up to, to have some movement and have a good forward in Jackson and have Hickey as a ruckman. Who's his ruckman now? Just looking at that now. I don't know. Where did that? Oh, oh Colin Jones. Colin Jones, seventy nine, which isn't bad. Not a bad for a plug and play guy. That's not a bad. That's not bad. You'd take that for the last ruckman. Off the bench or something, so yeah, not bad. Yeah, we would have been a bloke you picked up this week, so pretty pretty good. 79 from a bloke who you picked up this week. Pretty happy. Yeah, want to show a lot more this week, though. It's coming up against me. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, you're really going to have to hope Jackson comes back then and go on to take the back seat. Yeah. I'll have to wait and see what happens there. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yeah, well, with all that done, and now, come time, now comes time to everyone's favourite segment. It's now time for the questions. Okay, let's do it. So I've thrown a few out there to start with, just to just you know keep things going. Well, so you're carrying on with your last last time you came on, that's a uh, fuck Mario kill. I've got three of your players that you've got to choose from. You've got Sicily, Sard, and Kelly. Well, uh, you'd have to you'd have to kill Sicily because eventually he's just going to turn around and punch you in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, uh, who's the other one? Uh, Sard or Kelly? Oh, I want to kill them all. Kill them all. Um, <laughs> I'd marry, I'd marry Kelly because he's, he's good looking. There we go. That's nice. like that one. No, I'd have to fuck Sard and then just fuck him off. Yeah. I thought you would have married Sard because I think you like him when you, you like watching him, but that's all right. Yeah. Look, I thought you would have probably killed Kelly because he's struggled and then goes big. So there you go. He kills, he, he, he kills me. Yeah. You probably got a point. But that's all right. It's uh, different. I like it. Different than what I, I pictured it in my head when I thought of it. I'm like, I'll try and come up with some different ones, but there you go. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, you've already called it earlier. You can, Scotty's not going to beat you this week. Who is going to knock you off? Uh, it'll probably be Bryza. <laughs> no, it might, might even be Shane. might even be Shane. Shane might be that, that yo-yo and might just pop up and when I'm not looking, I might just do a Mardo and not look at the app or I'm busy or, yeah. Wait and see. So come on, Shane. You can do it. Yeah, well, there you go. You reckon Shane's got you. Alrighty. And uh, last one I've got is if you played golf left-handed, would you still beat Bryza? I could, I could do a Jack Newton. I could walk into a plane, lose an arm, lose an eye, and I'd still beat him with one arm and one eye. <laughs> there you go. I don't know who Jack Newton is, but I'm sure. Eventually, he'd crack the shift, he'd pick up the ball, and he's disqualified. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Throw his club, get disqualified, something like that. Yeah. Because he's pie eaten by a, pie eaten by a bird. <laughs> Mind you, the way he stands, he's with his stance. I'm, I'm surprised he actually fucking hits it. <laughs> Yeah, he opened, loves to open up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's, he's doing it the wrong way. He should be facing the other way, mate. Maybe he should play left-handed. Maybe, yeah, it might help him. Yeah. Alrighty. Now we go to some uh, some questions from Lockie, and I think we probably all, all know where these are going to go, so some of them are a little bit a little bit language warning, but we'll be right. Yeah, okay. First one. He, he must know when you're coming on. He just he just loves to unload on some just rubbish questions when you come on, so he's, he, it's like he, like he saves them. But it also could, also could have been because who he played this week, so who knows. First Mind one. you, I listened to last week's podcast and it was the same rubbish question, so I think he's had rubbish questions every week. Yeah, listen, this one's he's, he's gone next level this week, and I think it's because he, because of the bloke he played, but we'll, we'll, we'll find out okay. when they read him out. 
So first question is, some of the group have been saying that Ben loves to have his asshole touched around the rim and then have it violently penetrated by nothing shorter than 11 inches. Why is this accurate? I need to put it out there. It's got to be an intervention between Lockie and Ben. It's just getting too much. I think we should lock him in a room with a double bed and a tub full of KY gel and let them sort out their, sort out their differences and they'll both come out and both their asses will be reamed. And everyone will be happy. And we'll stop putting up with these questions every week, Lockie, because it's you've, you've obviously got a fascination with Ben about his arsehole. Just, just, just get it done. Just, and then and everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah, we've, yeah. Ben has mentioned an intervention a few times, but yeah, there's probably a little bit of back and forth about it. So, it's it's been about three years worth of this stuff. So it probably isn't. You're probably you're probably due to be finished. Lock him in a room. Lock him in a room and it'll sort it out. All right, our next, next one, next question is about uh, his number one number one pick, Sam Walsh. If Ben could be on his knees in front of Sam Walsh, how many times do you think Walsh would slap him with his dick? I think he would just continually slap him. <laughs> Ben's got a head that needs to be slapped, so... <laughs> Mind you, any player, any player would just slap Ben's head, because let him look at it. It's bald, <laughs> it's ugly, and it's just round, so... Volume ball-esque, some might say. Yeah, they'll be lining up on like when I'm flying high, just to line up and slap him in the face with it. <laughs> uh, next one is: We all saw Ben try to talk up how good it would be if he won, forgetting that he regularly shits the bed and isn't capable of spelling his name, let alone being competitive. Do you think Ben should finally admit to the world he is garbage as super coach? I don't think he has to admit to the world he's garbage. Just, just look where he's on the ladder. He's second last. He scores shit. He doesn't have to admit anything. We, I think we all can see it. It's, I think it's, we all see it. You, you, might, you, might, say it's pretty <laughs> you might say it's pretty self-explanatory, but he has the lowest score by a fair way. Yeah, oh, he's crap. Bryce is about 200 points ahead of him, so he's got a lot of ground to make up. Oh, and Bryce is rubbish too. So. <laughs> Bryce is rubbish, exactly right. Next question is, what have, is... Have they played each other yet? I don't think so. Oh, that'll be the, that'll be, that'll be the round of the season. It'd be, it'd be average, wouldn't it? I wouldn't want to have a look when it is. It'll be very, very exciting. I hope it comes post-buy. That'll be a lot of a lot of build-up. Someone will get 1,000. Someone will get 1,100. It'll be a massive win. <laughs> It'll probably be the first time we'll have two blokes score under 1,000 each that week. I'm gonna, You know what? Let's, let's just put a, put a pin in that one. I'm going to see when they play because I'm excited. Actually, no, I, don't think, I think it's like a rolling lockout. I don't think it tells you. Round 16, they don't. Round 15. Round 15. Round 15. Round 15. The week after the buy. The week after the buy, Ben and Brian play off. This is going to be one for the ages. Round 15, I can hardly wait. We've got three weeks of build-up. I might have to get them both on individually because realistically, they're not going to be, or Bryce is not going to be on and Ben's not going to be on again. I'm going to have to get them on over the buy and get them just to, we'll have a bit of a, a bit of a mash-up or something. Or... It's the only way they're going to get on. Unless you get have the worst coach of the week, they get, they get them on. It's the only way Bryce is going to get on. Nah, it's not fair. We've got to, got to give the, the winners time to shine. No one cares about the losers, but it may have to be a, uh, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a, yeah, sort of sort of mashup of you know both of them getting them both on and they can talk each other up and see who's going to win. Three weeks of build up. Get them both on at the same time. Oh, we'd be, we'll probably get a word in. <laughs> It'd be Bryce screaming, "Eat a dick, eat a dick." <laughs> you, can, you can you can go and get fucked. <laughs> yep, definitely. There we go. We go. Pencil that one into your diaries, lads. Round fifteen is happening. Yeah. Anyways, uh, no, moving on back to some more questions. Uh, what is worse, Ben's Ben's poor attempt at some me time with the second-rate videos he posts, or Noah Bolter's ability to hit a target? Is, is Noah Bolter the one that keeps beating Tomahawk? Correct. Every time they play. Correct. 
So I'd have to say Ben's videos are definitely worse because because Boulder's Boulder's got something going for him. <laughs> Ben's videos have got nothing going for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Ben will make sure make sure he puts some extra effort in this week to rub it in your face. Get rid of that little thing across the, across his. Maybe put that thing across your face, Ben. Make it bigger and put it across your face. So I don't have to see you. <laughs> That might be the guy. Maybe, maybe. And the the last one, he's just gone. <laughs> Fuck Ben, my god, he's shit. It's more of a statement than a than a question, but we've gone. I agree. One. I agree. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> next, so next one is like, I got a message from Wasty today. I don't think it's about the pod, but I don't think it's for the pod. But I'm going to bring it up anyways. He goes, "Are you happy with the Jets draft?" <laughs> and yes, I am, Wasty. Yes, I am. All right. So moving right along. Thanks, Wasi, for for asking about some NFL. Appreciate it. We now go to some audio questions from Ben. Suck my nuts. It's Marty Beth filling in for TK while he's in exile. Just a question for the coach. How long does he think that TK will actually be in exile? How long will Ben be in exile? Yeah, so he's he's coming in as Marty. So it's from the in the uh, sort of, yeah the Marty bet. I think I'm not sure if he's done it in this podcast. Definitely in the other one. Uh, it's his alter ego, essentially. Another alter ego, because he doesn't have enough. How long do you think TK will be in exile for after his loss? Forever. I think it'll I'll be... He'll, he'll be in exile until round 15. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll give him, we'll give him six weeks. There you we'll go. We, 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 we planned it. We, we knew he was going to be in We thought about it, and he's, yeah, he's back. Round 16, round 15, he'll be back, I reckon. I don't want to hear from you, Ben, round 15. Yeah. That's it. No more. <laughs> I'm sure something will happen. We'll definitely hear, hear from hear about it, hear from him. Yeah. Next, next, right. next question we've got. Next uh, clip. No doubt the big fish will be excited that he's knocked off the Tiger King. But should he really be that excited when his odds were only a dollar oh one and he really won fuck all? What is he trying to do? What is he trying to be? He's trying to be Mardo. He's not doing a very good job, is he? Well, no one can be Marta. That's why. That's why Marta's Marta. Ben, just be yourself. Just be yourself. If you're that embarrassed by yourself, you got to have all these alter egos. Go and see a psychologist. Just be yourself, mate. And you were never going to win because your team's shit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah. Well, I think Lucky was paying a dollar one. So basically, the the odds were written there. It was game over. Black caviar. Black caviar. Exactly. And the last question, last one we've got from him. Thank you. And just one more for the coach. Uh, Marty would like to know, is Lachlan a cunt? Dollar uh, one. Dollar one that Lockie's a cunt. He's paying, yeah, paying dollar one again. There we go. That makes $1. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Yeah. Easy, easy money. Well, you'd, you could probably bet, I'd bet my house on that one because it's paying. Should be a straight a dollar. shouldn't be a dollar one because he's basically, you got you got a chance of winning a, a cent. It's a one-horse race. It's a one-horse race. <laughs> yeah, and the and the last last one we've got is a question from Marto. James, uh, loving what you're doing, mate. Just one question for the coach tonight. It was mentioned on the news that McGovern out for 12 weeks. It was said that he was a star of the Carlton Football Club, and I am struggling to think of too many players who have such a fucking waste of money. That cunt has done absolutely nothing in his time there. So what I'm wondering from the coach is, who does he think are the top three overpaid players at the moment? Whether super coach or in real life, I honestly don't care. 
Okay, number one is um, Brody Grundy. Oh, yeah. Million dollars for jumping up and sometimes hitting it. It's just a lottery. He's just, he's terrible. Sam Walsh. Sorry, <laughs> Marcus just walked up and cut it out. <laughs> I'll have to have a thing just to stop. Hey, Mark, who would you say? Yeah, Granny's a good one. Um, I don't know if I think. Oh, probably Gaff. Gaff. He's a sub. He was a sub last week. You don't make. You don't pay your bloody blokes for a lot of money for being a bloody sub. Yeah. Who gets? Who, hey, Marcus, who's, who gets paid so much as overrated? We've already said Shields from. Uh, oh, Shields. Okay, Shields. Yeah. Who? Dylan Shields. Oh, Shields. Oh, yeah. Another bloke getting knocked. Yeah, uh, who, who else? Okay, we'll, so we've got, we've got, we'll cut all this out. No, I didn't want to. We had a special, special guest appearance from Marcus. There we go. Thanks, Marcus. Okay, Dylan Shields. Dylan Shields, number two. Yep. And going through the teams, Buddy. Yeah, Big I thought, thought Buddy, but at the same time, he's he's probably made him a lot of money. He kicked, a thousand, kicked his thousand goals. Like, you'd, you'd, you can't buy that sort of publicity. He misses half the games and probably had nine hundred of those nine hundred of those goes playing for Hawthorne, so yeah, he's playing too much. Overrated. Yeah, probably not far off there, but yeah, look, I think definitely yeah, Grundy, yeah, we both know, not not fans of that one. If we lose to Goey because we paid Grundy a million dollars a year, I won't be happy. I'd rather lose him and get enough get nobody. Grundy could be one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one, one, two and three, I like that. There's Overrated. probably there's probably someone else we've forgotten, but I'm sure if anyone else thinks of anything, let us know. Let us know, I'm sure they will. Yep, and uh, look, another one I'll, I'll throw in there is, is um, Mato's thing last week of who's a who's a bloke on the waivers or the free agents that's worth worth a look at. I uh, I called out Stengel last week thinking he could be a, a boom or bust, and bloke came out and scored well, and now someone's picked him up. So you guys, you've done very well. You picked up a very good player in Stengel there. He's uh, going to be scoring you pretty well, or he's going to bust and score twelve. So wait and see. He's the yo-yo. He's he's the he's the yo-yo. So Ben's got him. So good luck, Ben. Hopefully he scores you over sixty, but. Don't know. Could be this could be his week of twelve. Yeah. So uh, who else we got in the free agents? Let's have a look. We look at it now. There's really not a whole lot, whole lot going on there. Where's the value? I reckon depending on who they're playing, I'm not sure who they're playing. Oh no, I was gonna say maybe maybe Larky, but they got against Freo, so that could be a bit of a struggle for him. <laughs> he just got suspended, mate. Did he? Oh, there you go. So don't go Larky this week then. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> there's no thing next to his name. I don't know. What about what about um Jack Ginnivan? Jack Ginnivan, yeah, look, he's, he's not a bad option, really. He's gone pretty big his last two weeks of the. What's he gone? Ninety three and an eighty, so pretty good. And his top score is one hundred and nineteen against round in round two. So he's definitely put up some good scores. He's got a few sixties and a forty three in there. So he'd be hoping to score a bit higher. But if he uh, gets off the chain and puts out a big bag of goals, that's that's points because he doesn't score, doesn't get a lot of touches. But if he gets three or four goals again, he's he's guaranteed a lot of money, a lot of points. He's, he's our Hayden Valentine. Love him. He is, yeah. One of those blokes. You love him on your team, but yeah, you hate him if you're, if you're someone else. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Alrighty, well, uh, that's all we've got time for. Feels like a little bit of a shorter one this week, but, you know, didn't have as much to talk about because you've uh, you've already been on, so... Yeah, I know. I know. It's getting monotonous, isn't it? Oh, look, not, not quite. Maybe next week or the week after if you win again, we might be, but... I'll probably score 1,600 this week. <laughs> uh, then, imagine that. I'll do it again. What about the worst coach? Who's going to be the worst coach of the week? Oh, of course, yes. My, my mistake. I forgot to uh, talk about the most important thing this week. So, we turn our attention to the, the teams. I'll, I'll rattle off a few and you can you can let me know your, your thoughts. So, 
One of them, you can't go past uh, Shane. 11.34, the lowest score of the week. Just not good enough for him. Uh, really, yeah, really struggled to even get some guys scoring well. Uh, yeah, it's, every, it seems like every week we call, call Shane's name out, so he's probably going to get a gig sooner or later. Yeah, look, he's, he's yeah, like I said, it's either it's a fourteen hundred or eleven hundred, so he's he's always he's struggling to get up and about consistently. But uh, next one is probably Steve eleven ninety two, so another real poor score there in the eleven hundreds. Next one is uh, look, if I'm going to go for the three, you've probably got to throw Ben in there because he called it early and, and lost to Lockie, but. I feel like he was given no chance to win, so I feel like it's uh, it'd be rude of us to pick him when you've got two yeah, blokes yeah. not even scoring twelve hundred. Yeah, I've got I've got an option. I think it should be should be put out there. Yeah, Mardo. Yeah, no, look, it's that's definitely fair. You don't you don't go into a game with two players short. No, you don't. You definitely that's don't. That's coaching. That's at least, at least the other guys all had a, all had a full team. So yeah, but what does it say about them? They've got a full team and their team's still that poor. And yeah, still score more than the rest of them. Yeah, look, it's, I'll leave it up to you. You're it's you're the coach. What are your what are your thoughts on the worst of the week? We've got uh, we've got we'll, we'll take Ben out. We've got we've got Shane with eleven thirty four. We've got Steve with eleven ninety two, and Mardo with two players not playing, so he loses a point, loses a, loses a score. I have to go Shane. Shane. Sorry, mate, but you've been you've been crap for too long. You have to you have to be up, get nominated. So yeah, it's fair enough. Look, I think he's he's got he got lucky because Ben's also been pretty poor. But yeah, this is probably the week that. Maybe the rev up you need, Shane. You are the, the worst coach of the week this week, and uh, be better. Be better, exactly. That's the only way. Only, that's all you need. Just got to be better. But uh, this yeah, week, he's... a t-shirt for um, the, oh, the worst coach of the year. Just a be better t-shirt. <laughs> be better. You've got to wear it. Yeah, yeah. well, this week he's got Kane and Grimidget, so he's being better. Probably has to wait another week because Kane is on fire at the moment, so... He's in trouble. He's in trouble. What a bother this week. But this, you, know, you never know. This is the week he comes out and scores big, so we'll have to wait and see. And Goldie gets Goldie gets twenty five again, so yeah, I think Shane will be hoping that because the North aren't doing that well, so I think he'll be hoping all the North players shit the bed if, he, if, if Kane's got them. Yep. All right, Grant, thank all you right. very much for being on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, week you know, two times in in four weeks, so very lucky. And uh, let's see how your how your unbeaten run continues. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm sure I'll be eight and zero. Bad luck, um, Scotty. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's a bit of a, a bit of a quicker one than the last few weeks. But when I say quick, I mean you know forty-five minutes, not an hour. So look, we're getting back to the original format. But who knows? Look, next week could blow it to an hour again, depending on on what sort of guests we've got. Look, it's uh, anyone's game. But look, if you don't want Grant on again, guys, it's pretty simple. You just got to beat him or score better than him. Pretty simple. Uh, only one here scoring currently better, and he won't let us forget it. Is is Braid? So Braids, look, knock me off, man. I'm on. I'm on. I'm in fine form at the moment. I've uh, almost hit fourteen hundred a few weeks in a row. You wanna you wanna get on the coach? You wanna get you know other than two weeks or two times? Beat me. If I beat you, look maybe it's me. You know there's a few other guys coming up. You know Shane, if you come and put your fourteen hundred, beat Kane. There you go. Uh, Bryza, you beat you know you beat someone. You know you might you beat anybody. You might I might get you on just because it's the only chance you're gonna get. It's anyone's game, but the moment you've got to all put in a little bit of extra effort just to get that job done. And uh, let's you know let's let's get some more guys on here because as much as much fun as it is to to enjoy talking to Grant. Uh, you know, we want to we want to hear everybody's stories on here. We want to hear everyone's draft stories, everyone's year stories. So let's uh, let's all put a little bit extra in, extra effort in. Make sure you check all your teams. Talking to you, Marto. Check your teams. Check everyone's playing. If you need a hand, give me a yell. I've got a computer I can log on for and check your teams. Uh, but everybody, have a great week. But before we sign off, of course, we have everybody's favourite segment, Marto Bet. Listen up, cocks, it's Motobet time, and this week's bet for the punters is the NSYNC Bye 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 Motobet special. 
This season, it was mentioned that if you're playing Ben O'Briza, then you effectively had a bye. Well, this week, Keelan's Lone Wolf and Steve's last premiership had the bye. Or do they? It's a real big opportunity for both to get a W on the board and push into the finals mix with easy wins. In the NSYNC Mono Bet special, though, we're offering you boosted odds of $3 for any of the buys, Bryza or Ben, to pick up the win and deliver a crushing blow to Steve or Keelan. Will the favourites power on and say bye-bye-bye to the spuds of the league or can they cause an upset? One thing for sure, they don't want to be a player in your game for two. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie in the NSYNC bye-bye-bye Mardobet special. Remember to place your bet by downloading the Mardobet app from the App Store. All T's and C's apply, and as usual, gamble responsibly. Beautiful Mardo. Look, I think it's all pretty much safe to say that $3 bet is just a waste of money. Uh, as poor as Keelan and, and Steve have been going recently, I just don't see uh, Bryza or, or Ben getting the job done. But Stranger Things have happened, I guess. But like, I really just, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like you have to watch an episode of Stranger Things to find something stranger that's happened than Ben or Bryza getting a win. But look, you never know. I, I'm just going to put it out there. I don't see it happening. I'm going early crow on a lot of different things here this week. I'm going to go put it out there. Grant's going to win like he's already called it. I'm going to get the job on Dobbs. Keelan's going to win. You know what? Eight Ball's going to win. Big Fish is going to win. Kane's going to win, which is not, not really any big calls here, but, you know, look, it's just, it's just pretty much, you're picking the favourites apart from me, I'm just, you know, it's all happening. It's all pretty obvious stuff here, guys. It's, unless something drastic happens, a lot of these guys aren't getting the job done. But, who knows? We've seen weird things happen every week this league. And look, I'm just checking here now, Kane's already gone Goldstein as the ruck captain, so being the dual position, will he get, will he break, break Shane's heart as a, as a North Melbourne player? Will he absolutely break his heart? Only, at least humble tell, but, that's enough from me talking about random rubbish at the end of a podcast because God knows you've had a good day. Now you come out, you've had a really good podcast and now you listen to me just talk utter, utter rubbish. But isn't that what we all come here for? I know that's what I do. But that's all from me here. Guys, this is the Throw the Damn Tower Week 7 Review Podcast and I look forward to talking to you all next week after a win. Cop it, Braids. Also, fuck my...